Hey, this that Eastside Johnny Big Redemption like. Know what I'm talking about? Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get out the way, get out the way, get out the way, yeah. Get out the way, get the f up on my way, yeah. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Roger. And your boy Trent. And we perform a Fresh and Divided podcast. We're with episode number 20. I'm a 20 big dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. We want to appreciate everybody for following us, man, from the from the beginning to, to now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How was your weekend, big dog? It was cool. It was cool. How about yours? It was cool, man. Didn't do too much and nothing for real. Um, went out to class day, man. We had a big, big class day around my way. Yeah, I saw that. I saw hey, that. You did? Yeah, I seen uh, <laughs> Somebody that tagged in on uh, Facebook. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. That's my first one. We've been doing it for about three years. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, my first one. Yeah. First one attending. You get all the time to get up with all your classmates and all that stuff? Uh, we was kind of scattered, man. Yeah. We, we was scattered everywhere. Yeah. Sad thing about it, we didn't even have a tent, so. Yeah. That kind of sucked. You know, it was, it was like, I don't know if you ever been to, yeah, you been to the class, around yeah. the tailgate and yeah. stuff. That's what it's kind of like in a big yeah. old field. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was great though. That's what's up. That's what's up. Send some old classmates. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I yeah. Feel you. Yep. And uh, like we said, you know, appreciate everybody for coming through and checking us out. Uh, oh, you yeah. can catch us on uh, Apple Podcasts for all your Apple users and all uh, your Android users. You can catch us on SoundCloud. Oh, yeah. And um, you also can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, those are your social media websites titled A Friendship Divided. And if you haven't liked to share that page, please do so. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. You know how we started off? We started off with our quick hits, and our quick hits are brought to us by CBS Fitness in Tuscaloosa, sure. Alabama. It's Trent, we had our first quick hit, man. We had uh, <laughs> the office alignment securing the bag, bro. Office alignment securing the bag. <laughs> <laughs> getting that money now, bro. <laughs> yeah, hey, you got to you, you got to pay the guys that keep the quarterback upright, man. Most definitely. You most got definitely, to, you got to do that. You definitely got to do that. <laughs> And uh, Urban Myers got rid of his coach, man. Got rid of one of his uh, offense analysts or something like that. Um, off wide receiver coach. coach. Yeah. Zach Smith. Yeah, Zach Smith. Yeah. That's wondering why he's been around so long. Uh, I know where all the trouble he's been into. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you I know, know. Uh, dealing with domestic violence and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so. that's crazy. Yeah, that was big. That was yeah. big. Then we had uh, LBJ say regret giving his son his, his name. <sighs> what you think about that, man? I don't think I'm wrong with it. What, what, what is saying there? Yeah, I'm so wrong. Yeah. Now, I'm a big fan. I'm like, you know, um, people be ashamed of their name. Like, my wife, she is ashamed of her name. But, yeah. you know, it, it's the character in you, man. Uh-huh. You know, that I don't think your name defines you. No, I don't. Yeah, don't. you know what I'm saying? So, I don't have problems. If you feel like uh, giving this son a name, kind of like add pressure to him. Um, you think so? I can see it, you know, yeah. but, you know. I mean, he going to have pressure because he, well, you right know, right, yeah, regardless, regardless yeah. whether you name him yeah. Christopher or, or whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. Shout out to LeBron, though, man. He opened up, uh, probably opened up a school in Akron, Ohio, so shout out to LeBron. Shout out to LBJ, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He doing the big, bro. Yeah, that, that, that's a big move. Huge move. 
who huge move for the culture to send oh, somebody do something like that. that. I'm pretty sure somebody else have, but you know, well, it's, um, it's, you know, Jalen Rose got Jalen Rose got one in Detroit also. Okay, yeah. okay. Is yeah. it a charter school or public? It's some. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe a charter school for Jalen okay. Rose. I'm not 100 percent sure. Don't, don't take my word on that. Yeah. But uh, I want to see a lot more athletes do that though. You're right. You're right. Uh, it's, it's a positive move for the community. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. definitely is. Yeah. Then we had uh, training camp kicked off this week. True, true. Um, it kicked off last week to be exact. Yeah. Yeah. You been watching? I, I watched some of San Francisco when uh, Rich Sermon got burnt by the wide receiver they got. Okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't see that. And I watched uh, y'all yesterday. Uh, you a Packers fan, right? No, nah, I'm not that Packers fan. <laughs> no, it's a Panthers, Panthers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out yeah, to Canada. Yeah, I seen that. Uh, <laughs> Um, I didn't see that. Yeah. I know we um, suffered two injuries. Um, yeah, Cockrell, the, the, the um, tackle, yeah, offensive tackle. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, the Saints is just um, a meniscus tear, something yeah, like that. that. And um, the cornerback broke his leg, man. Snapped into. Oh, for real? Yeah, he was. You know, he was working his way into this, the spot, though. Mm-hmm. He was somebody. Dang. Yeah, but he broke his leg in two. Um, I think it was his tibula, tibula. Yeah. Or something. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. That's messed up. And that's one thing about um, training camp for me, bro. I hate, I love training camp because I love to see that we're getting back to football. But injuries, man, I, that's the one thing I hate about football, injuries. It can happen anywhere, though. Yeah, it can. It, it, it definitely can. can, can happen, but it can happen working out in, in the weight room. You know what I'm saying? You're right. I just, I just hate seeing it. You know, and we got preseason coming up, and I uh, think next weekend. So. Preseason tomorrow. We got preseason game no, no, Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame this yeah, this weekend. First preseason. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, the Cowboys? Is the Cowboys playing? I think Baltimore. Damn, who playing? Yeah, well, you got for a game. Yeah, we got a game this week. I can't think. It's on the tip of my tongue, too. Yeah, uh-huh. And then we had Coach Nick Saban making $8.3 million a year. I know, man. He worked it, though. Hey, five championships. You can't go wrong with that, bro. That's too much money, bro. Why not? He winning, bro. You got to pay the man. Pay the man. That's a lot of money. Pay the man, bro. He winning. You know, I hate to see him down there that long, though. Dude, dude, three million a year, though, bro. He worth it, bro. Bro, you winning national titles, bro. Highest paid college coach, bro. Bro, you winning national titles. Yeah. Who you want to see get that money? Somebody going to get that money. You know, what other guy better than your guy? I wonder where they get that money from. Shh, you winning. <laughs> they say, hey, they say winning generate funds, correct? Guess so, bro. Yeah, that's what I know, so. Yeah, and then our uh, last quick we had Joy Brand cut ties with uh, with Leonard. Yeah. Why? They they, 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 they plan on cutting ties as his contract. <laughs> what you think about that, man? Uh, I cut all contracts with him, too. Yeah. All contracts. I don't Everything. see the big deal with him, though. Yeah, right on, bro. What's the big deal? Man, what you see what he did to a great organization like San Antonio, bro? He, he didn't do that. Only thing he did was set out and, and request to be traded. Yeah, What's want, wrong why, with that? Why he want to request a trade for the greatest, for the greatest franchise? He wants out, bro. He wants out. Why? Why not? You the man. That's your team. Like I that said, like, like, we, like I said last week, we don't know what went on in that locker room, what what's going on we between him and the organization. You know he bitched up. You think he bitched up. I'm telling you he bitched up. Now, once the story come out and you feel like the, or, the Spurs organization was in the wrong or coaching staff was in the wrong against the Spurs. We're talking about the Spurs, bro. And the wrong, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He did stuff, bro. 
He ain't bitch up, bro. Shout out to Kawhi. That, you know, <laughs> he down there the number three best player in the league. In top five. You know what I'm saying? Best yeah. yeah. Right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Y'all know how we do. We're going to get into uh, the five top tops from the previous week. Trent, let's go get it, bro. True, true. Kicking off episode number 20. Hey. So, top of number one, we got way off of $25 million in China. <laughs> Big money, baby. That's Big a disgrace, money. bro. That's, 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 that's just a disgrace. What's bro. wrong with that, bro? That's the Wayne Wade, bro. <laughs> we just want the Wayne Wade, bro. Flash, bro. Yeah. Off of $25 million in China. Ain't nobody offering that in the yet. Yeah. Nah, not yet. Pat, Pat Riley, they don't know if they're going to. They ain't trying to match that. But the um, gold, <laughs> uh, rumors is the Golden Bulls have offered. You know, God, a three-year deal worth 25 mil contract. It would make him the highest paid player in China. So, and ever, so. You gonna take that deal? Yeah. Why not? Because wow. he on the tail end of his career. Yeah. I mean, why? You know, it, it's a different league. He can go over there and ball out and make 25 million for three years, bro. And? You see him on Instagram. He, he stays overseas doing something. So. I think that fits him, man. Bro, I think that fits him. I can see him in China. Bro, you got a dog you about to let out the gate now, bro. You need to be here. You need to be stateside, bro, with your dog you about to let out the gate. When I take that, man, he didn't let that dog out the gate, bro. You need to be stateside with your son, bro. Nah, get get his son that experience. Your son needs Maybe he could take his son over there. No, no, sir. No, sir. He ain't got to stay in the States. No. He ain't got to stay in the States. No, keep his son right here in the United States playing with the best, man. You see your man, Kobe? The best is gonna be. You right see your man there. Kobe. Your man what Kobe. What about my man Kobe? What about? He he. That's how he, he say his game developed because he um you know his dad but played overseas. He didn't have no choice. Exactly. So but, but, so why would that be Kobe, a bad? But thing? Kobe wasn't Kobe though. It was that was that was young Kobe. He's trying to shine. He on the way. Sixteen, bro. Are you sixteen? He's sixteen, bro. So wait, you go, junior. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't think. Stay home, bro. Yeah. You got a dog, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry, that one you deal with LA, bro. We'll take care of you. One year then? Yeah, sorry, we'll take care of you, bro. I don't want to see Brian away again. Go see him. We saw it in Cleveland, it didn't work. Go see him. What about Houston? I can see Houston. Nah, nah. Vet there, two minutes. He's staying in Miami, retired. He. I don't know. I don't play Pat. I don't know. I don't know. Pat might sign him again. I mean, you need that veteran. You know, look at Vince Young. He just yeah. signed another deal. We signed with Hawks. Yeah, with the Hawks. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. that's Vince Young. I mean, Vince Carter. I think I said Vince Young. But I mean, you need that veteran. You need that veteran presence in the locker room. So I don't, I don't have a problem with him staying in heat or going over and make twenty five million. Yeah. You got money on the table, bro. You don't take but it. He ain't gonna make twenty five. I think I think this is sometimes took place around there. He ain't gonna make twenty five. I think it's. It's some um, people, it's gonna be way less than that. It ain't gonna be 25 million though. Well, it's, yeah, I got you. Yeah. I don't know, I'm gonna take that there. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm gonna stay in space out my son, Sari Wade, baby. We try to, try to put a Duke uniform on. I don't know. Duke? Shit, try to put a Duke uniform on, bro. I don't think he's more of a Duke player, though. I don't know. I don't know. Duke players haven't been producing for real, bro. These, these, I don't know. You, you, I want you to go and tell me a Duke player that's actually producing in the league. I mean, to be honest, they look good in college, but they get to the league thing, you know, they're not, you know, to be coached by Coach K. They're not upper tier players in my, my book. 
Just being, just throwing it out there. When have we ever had a great new player? Great Hill was good. But he was hurt. I mean, but I mean, they produce, they they produce well in college. That's what I'm saying. That system. Yeah, so. So I, mean, I don't see the big I don't see the big deal with go signing with Duke anymore because you look at the guys, a lot of them did Tatum come from Duke? Yeah. Nah, Tatum came. Yeah, Tatum came Tatum from Duke. Came from yeah, Duke. Yeah, that that's like Yeah. When and Kyrie did, but he was hurt. Yeah, Kyrie came from Duke. Yeah, but I mean I mean Who else came from Duke? Um Jabari Parker. Seth Curry. Yeah, what's up, bro? Yeah, and he'll carry it though. Yeah. Uh, what about Oak? Oh, Winslow? Yeah. Winslow can't do it. Yeah, he's doing pretty good, man. Yeah, he's a solid player. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I just, you know, Duke, to have that pre- prestige program, you expect these guys to. Yeah, produce more than that. Yeah, I produce more than that. Yeah. So, so you weigh, you taking it at 25 million. Overseas China, you gonna tell Gavin, Gavin movie time. Yup. Fuck this. We gonna start producing movies. Yeah, take in the China. money. Yeah, we we'll do that in China. We can do that in Miami. We um doing a rush hour for. Bro, we do that in Miami, bro. <laughs> we do a rush hour for we, Star we Gabrielle. We can do that in China. Star Gabrielle, she do good in action movies, by the way. <laughs> she had good moves and bad boy too. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh man, I'm sure we'll get up that time, bro. All right, we got moving right along. We got love signing a four-year deal, worth one twenty. Desperate. That's a desperate move. What you think? Desperate. That's a desperate move. They got love. He agreed to a five-year, worth one hundred and ten mil contract with the team. So it's a sad. Desperate. That's a desperate move. He said happy though. He said he didn't want. He didn't want to go through that whole thing. You know, everybody go through. The free agency of uh, uh, um, at the end of the year, he said he didn't want to go through that. He said Cleveland outweighed everybody. You know that's what I read. So I don't know, man. Yeah, that's probably because he have another choice. Huh? Probably he have another choice. Exactly. You know he ain't gonna get that money from nowhere. Cause he been hurt. <clears throat> he been hurt for every season, right? Um, yeah. The first round, he hey, was out the shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. The second round, he was better. The third round. Yeah, second second round right, was there. Yeah. The third round. What about third round? He played. In his last round, his last season, he was hurt just about half the season. Yeah, down there. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe we might send a new Kevin Love with him being the face. Say that for the billboard picture. Yeah, we said that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe we see a new Kevin Love in Cleveland. Maybe, maybe we go back to the Timberwolves. Where it's just a dog on the boards. That Tim O'Wall came up for real. What? That's every every real. night he was driving, he was giving you 30 and 20. But I mean. 30 and 20. I mean, he was. I don't think he got it no more, man. Nah, nah, he ain't got it. He ain't he got it. Because he's slim that. now. He's not a big dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're going to ask him to. He's more of a stretch for it nowadays. He turned to a stretch for it. He's going to come back to be. He's going to get in the tank now, bro. Yeah, he did. He, he had to because Brian had to play around shoes. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Call I don't know. I, I don't see. I don't see. I don't see Kevin Love carrying this team to top four seed in the in, in the East. Not the playoffs. That. They got enough talent, bro. Cleveland has not, enough talent. Not top four. Not top four. You don't think so? Top four seed. East still wide open, bro. With Brian shipping out. No, nah, East ain't wide open. I mean, I mean, from two on back, I think it's wide open. Well, I mean, we know Boston. From three on, gonna on back. Gonna secure the bag. It's from three on back. 
Three? Who the other two? Philly still, like, I can't get over it. I don't think I'm that big on Philly. It was just your one, bro. Trust in the process. Man. That's your one, bro. Ben Simmons got to get a shot, man. Bro, he don't need a shot. Bro. He do need a shot. Bro, they, they just really good. Did, you, did that you see him against um, man, Boston? Just that thing, bro. He's straight, bro. He ain't no shot, bro. Did, who, didn't they, they play against shoot. Boston? Huh? Then they played Boston, and he went. He didn't score a point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Got to score, bro. Yeah. It's a scoring lead, man. Yeah, bro. It's a scoring lead. The first year, bro. ain't working. Scoring league, bro. Hey, Ricky, ain't no damn Ricky. Ricky, red short Ricky. Oh, hell, first. Hey, second year vet, man. Red short Ricky. Yeah, no, ain't no damn red short Ricky. Y'all, y'all gave him Ricky to you. You know where mine went. Ooh, my folks. No spit, bitch. Spider Man. You know that. That's where my vote went. One, I need a vote. I need a goddamn vote. But you got Kevin Love surrounded by Larry Nance and. John Clark and then Rodney Hood. Don't forget your boy. And then, yeah, Kyle Sexton. Kyle Sexton, J.R. Smith, Rodney Hood. You're going to still need to get him a big man, though. You're going to need another big man. You got Tristan. You need another big man, bro. You might get one. Shout out to Tristan Thomas for punching J.R. Smith in the club, doesn't it? I know. That's how they say Oh, man. But I think he needs another big man. You think so? Yeah, you got to get another big man. Because... I want, if Kevin Love can't transition back to playing in the post, that's gonna be hard. That's gonna be pretty hard, bro. Yeah. Cause you don't need another wing man. You need somebody gonna bang it out for real, for real. I'm not saying gonna run around the floor too. Yeah, he is. He, he definitely gonna run around. He ain't slowing shit down. That's gonna be a solid young team, in my opinion. That, that, and that's what I'm telling you. They had the pieces. Yeah. They just didn't have a system. If I was Kevin Love, I probably wouldn't be signed. Why not? He's gonna slow him down. Who that? Kevin Love. He got signed down. He got around. He gonna throw them uh, three quarter three quarter courts uh, pass. passes. Passes, yeah. yeah. That's why he just stand back away and play on defense. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. how he gotta do. Get the rebound, throw it on the floor. Just get paid. Yeah, just get paid. Yeah, you just get paid. Yeah. I'm excited to see this Cavs team, bro. Yeah, I wanna see the Cavs team too. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they're gonna be that bad. Like I said, no, I ain't nothing. That's a top four. Top four. Okay. I thought you saying outside that four. Yeah, I mean, yeah, outside the top four. Man, like I said, I think I still think the East is wide open. Yeah. Besides Boston, you you got a yeah, you want though Philly. You got a decent, <laughs> you got a decent Philly team, and you got these, you, you know, you can't count Toronto out. But they got a new coach, so you don't know how this gonna pan out. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know. So I think the East still, especially with Bron's game time. Yeah. Yeah. Chill, we got for next time, bro. I ain't moving right along. We got, we got Rams girly deal, man. Did you see um, Ty Gurley, man? What they give him? Ty Gurley, he got a um, four-year, sixty-mil contract extension. So he got extension to his rookie deal. Yeah, extension to his rookie deal. A, a lot of guys asking for more money for their rookie deal. Cause a lot, I didn't know these guys being their rookie deals four and five years on down the line. Like, um, Khalil Mack, he going to the same thing with the Raiders. He's still on his rookie deal. Aaron McDonald is too. Yeah, Aaron McDonald. You know, I didn't know that. But I mean, they just, put that in the last uh, player association, I mean, the negotiating agreement, or whatever, collective bargaining agreement. Yeah. That the rookies had a scale on him. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so it was, it was the purpose was to go through them first, the first four or five years, and after four, after them years are over, then go re up. Yeah. So I mean, but at the same time, though, I'm excited for uh, Ty Gurley. He deserved it. Yeah. He deserved it. One, uh, probably one of the top 
Three best running backs in the league right now. Yeah, he definitely is. And um, forty-five million is guaranteed. Forty-five million guaranteed. Yeah. That's big. That's huge. That's big. That's they looking for the running backs to make a comeback like in the nineties. They should. With um, they should. You got Emmitt Smith they and uh, Terrell Davis. Those mm-hmm. guys that carry that load. They deserve it. Yeah, they, they do. It. Instead of it just being the quarterback. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, though, um, you see what. He got he got his money. Bef- he got I, I think he I'ma say this, he got his money before Los Angeles won out. If you give him a point from. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like I said last week, you get to a situation where that team like Dallas gonna wear you out. Mm-hmm. Then okay, well we don't need you no more. Yeah. And ship them to and ship, yeah. And then ship them to Tennessee. Yeah, rang you down. Trying to get that big money. Mm-hmm. But you ain't got nothing to produce no more. Yeah, you you're right. Yeah, because they run. So I think that's why, that. and that's that's why people scared of Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. that's why Pittsburgh scared of Le'Veon Bell. You yeah, know what I'm saying? he but tweeted out after that deal. Yeah, he tweeted out after the deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Scared yeah. bad, bro. Get yeah. that money. Yeah, get, get it. Yeah. So you think you think Pitt is wrong for not giving? Pitt wrong. They Pitt wrong. wrong. Pay that man, cuz. Yeah, pay that pay man. Pay that man. Yeah. He deserved that man, cuz. Yeah, he's still he's still sitting, man. You gotta he pay. He 80%, 85% of your offense production, bro. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Pay that man. Reward bro. him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm saying? He come out the backfield catching that thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then he, you know what I'm saying? He running that thing. Then he throwing blocks every once in a while, too. You're right, bro. All around back, man. All around. Pay that man, bro. Pay, pay that man. Yeah. Travis, you need to get on the phone, bro. The still organization tell him, <laughs> pay that man, bro. Travis said they don't keep nobody. Yeah, Travis. Let everybody watch. Travis said they go to the uh, look store. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, I'm definitely excited. You know, seeing these running backs get this money because yeah, they, they take a they take a beam. A beam. You know what I'm saying? Every year, you know. Uh, so mm-hmm. definitely excited. Shout out to Todd Gurley. Oh yeah, shout out to Todd Gurley, man. Oh, yeah. SEC running back. Jordan, old dog. Old dog. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Trent, what we got for this topic, bro? All right, moving right along, we got CJ McCollum versus KD, man. <laughs> <laughs> what you what you got on that, man? I, I read up on it, and they were saying that um, KD did his podcast, CJ McCollum podcast. And they, and they said KD threw shade at your boy for not for getting swept. Oh, they got swept by um, New Orleans. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, yeah, they say he threw shade at him on the podcast. did a two-hour show mm-hmm. on CJ um, Collins' podcast. They say CJ then, you know, they just laughed it off or whatever. So, you know, the shots fired and, and went from there for the tweets and all. My thing about it, though, bro, and before I go, before, go into the podcast, shout out to everybody that, that came on, my, on, on the Friendship About the Podcast. True, true. And the interview with us. <laughs> and shout out to Andrew Stead. We got him coming on later on. But I'm going to say it like this, Trey, and I'm going to be 100 with it. Uh-huh. If we invite somebody to come to our podcast, bro, and mm-hmm. we talk to him, have a legit conversation with him, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out and, and, and tweet or put on our Facebook page, oh, uh, you know, L such and such. Why such such did? I ain't gonna question none of that man second. That man just gave me his time. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I don't know what CJ McCall doing with his podcast. You know, what's yeah. his plan doing with his podcast? You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I would never do that, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I respect everybody that came on and keep with us for, for 30 minutes. You but, know what I'm saying? But that was the time to say something then. I feel yeah, like, he should have said it right there. You know what I'm saying? saying. That was, you want to call KD soft, bro. You soft for, for doing that. For, bro. Yeah, for 20 hours. You know yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? Say what you got to say. You had that man up there with you, bro. Tell yeah. that man what you got to say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
And um, did you read the tweets? Uh, I didn't catch all of them. Yeah, okay. I got uh, CJ McCullough. He tweeted out, uh, I, I still think the B word is harsh and shouldn't be used. He knows the decisions. He he knows that that's it. Excuse me. He know. God damn, I can't get it out again. <laughs> damn. Right. He know the decision was soft, but I respect it. Um, it's like getting jumped with your brother by a game you should have beat. Then joining the game, jump, jump you, your brothers two months later, and forget getting about your bros. <laughs> God damn. I can't get that shit out of What can you say? Okay, he tweeted out. Uh, so, so I would get into a game fight, lose, plotting my brothers for two months in our home, and then go get the game lost and beat him up. You think? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! What is that? Uh, you think you think lower me, CJ? Question mark. Um, um, I just did your I just did your fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, snakes in the grass, I tell you. He's uh, laughing emoji. Fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He should have said, oh, I just did your lame ass podcast. Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> said, like, I just did your fucking podcast. <laughs> bro. Oh, man. Katie, 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 Katie forgot forever being his feelings about that move, though. Bro. Yeah, and, 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 yeah, that should get one. Yeah, you know that's locked. You know what I'm saying? He chasing LeBron James. Yeah, I, I mean, are we ever gonna get over this? Or are people gonna? That's why I'm not, like people still hanging that over his head. Like, because I mean, bro, you was up three one. He yeah. was up three one, bro. Yeah. The team that came back walked you down from a three one lead. The next year, you know, almost time to go stay, bro. You're right. That you know what I'm it, it, it nobody, was nobody made that move. It was definitely weak at the time, but like you said, I, I wouldn't necessarily call it weak. I thought it was weak at the time. You just you just named all the, the facts that made me yeah. think it was weak. You was up three one, yeah. and you had them back. You had them beat. Yeah, but you choose to join the, the, the opposing team. Can't beat them, join. I guess. So so if that was weak, you trying to say LeBron James was weak? When when he joined Chris Ross and Dwayne Wade down there, man. I don't, and I, cause this move is different. This is not like LeBron left and went to Boston. With Boston the, hell no, though, man. No, you know Boston was beating them. Boston, That's when they had just won that big three with Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and KG. Yeah, so it's okay, not like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like he said, okay, you know what? I'm gonna team up with these three All Stars and I'm gonna go play with Boston and Doc Rivers them. But he did go team up with two All Stars. But they they kind of created that. That's what Brian stated before. They yeah. they created so that. So it's a little different from KKD. It's a it's a slightly different. Hey, I'm I, trying to bail LeBron out, bro. No, I'm not bailing them out. No, <laughs> I'm not bailing them out. I'm really, bro. I'm not bailing them out, but it's it's a tweak. It's a little tweak in there. It's, it's different because uh-huh. they had to create that. Yeah. He didn't go join Boston. Like I said, I, I put him in that same. Now, if he would have wanted to join Boston, yeah. then everybody's hanging that over his head like. Nigga, you can't beat Boston, so you had to go join Boston. But at the same time, though, they just lost championship, though. They had just lost championship. Who that? Golden State. Yeah, they did. That they was did. Seven, that was a seventy-three and nine team that just came off. I mean, they, they had just lost championship. And Boston had just lost to um, the Lakers, if I'm not mistaken. That last, the last one they went to, they lost to the Lakers. But he called it the right time, though. The Saturday Cup gave him the opportunity to do that, though, too. What? 
allowed KD to sign with Golden State. Yeah, I mean, I'm I mean, we were you. just comparing this, the yeah. two situations. I know, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying, so. I'm saying, I'm saying. I don't know. Um, like I said, it was weak at the time, but I'm over it now, man. Yeah. You know, I don't think he over it. He can't be over because people still gonna hang that over his head. People yeah. still gonna look at that to the. You hang it over his head. Slightly, you know, it's it's why, why though? It's in the back of my head, you know. I can't forget that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when. So his rings don't matter, man. Not they matter. They want he won two rings. Yeah, he got two final MVPs. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like um, Bron them when they came back and won that three one. Mm-hmm. Against Golden State yeah. when they had no fucking answer mm-hmm. and they end up winning their finals. Like that shit still lingering in the back of my head. Like I'm still gonna say to till I die, the refs helped them out. You know, that's just me. I, I feel that. On, I felt man. that. On, the series the series Bro, they they the thought, Green was spending for two games, bro. Man, they was finna lose a lot of money. This nick Draymond Green kicking was, niggas was, in the nuts and shit, bro. He was getting kicked in the nuts too. <laughs> <laughs> Brian has stepped over this man, bro. Brian could have went anywhere. He didn't choose to step over this man. Brian was the instigator. He started it. Bro, it don't matter, bro. And you catch the it second man. Matter, That's bullshit, bro. Matter, That's bro. in my book. So, Jay Green was spinning too damn, bro. Jay Green would never got suspended. We would never have this conversation, bro. That's, and that's what I'm saying. If yeah. we wouldn't have got suspended. But, you know. That, he suspended because of the bullshit doing the regular season. But that, he shut the fuck up and just play. Nah, but that, that took a turn in my book. They, Cause Cleveland didn't have a fucking answer, bro. I I watched that final. Cleveland did not have an answer. They were down three one. Nah, it, they couldn't pull out though. They, they couldn't pull out though, bro. They was down three one, bro. I watched that series. But they pulled it out though. Yo, thanks to the refs. With Draymond getting suspended, bro. I mean, that's suspended because what happened in the regular season though. Tell me nah, the fuck man. Play ball. Nah, fuck that. Shit, get this over the side. That wasn't the reason to suspend him for getting in LeBron face and tearing him up. Hey, bro, that's the rule, bro. Nah, fuck that. Rule's the rule, bro. Fuck that. Rule's the rule. Nah, bro. If you get over the amount of takes, you be allowed. So, you don't think Brian started that shit when he walked over that man? He just yeah. walked over on like he was a little bitch. Hey man, <laughs> he was just trying to get back down the floor, bro. But Jay Mar- Mar- nah, it was a foul on the it was a foul on the play. <laughs> it was a foul on the play. Jay Mar- laid, laid on the floor, it's a foul on the it was a foul on the court, bro. Probably kicking in the face. It was a foul on the court, and you had you could have went to the right of me, the left of me, or went back to the bench. I don't give a damn. Just don't walk over me, bro. Walking over me, respect man. me. About to put these balls in your face, shit. <laughs> But hey, and and that's why I mean. So I don't know. Back on subject, I don't know. I mean that it's that's that's a similar situation. That kind of gonna linger in my head. Yeah, that ain't gonna linger in my head. I mean that's me, man. That that's how I look at the Brown third ring, bro. He got three, but I look, I question that third one. I'm a, I've been saying this shit for the past two or three years now. I question that third ring, bro. I never question that third ring. That, that third ring will probably be one of the greatest, greatest Fuck that. Hell nah. Because they didn't have an answer. Came back. They, they didn't have a, they didn't have a fucking and answer. And they thought they had an answer. They didn't have a goddamn answer. answer. Hey, they need to call it. LeBron, LeBron stepped up and played some hell of a beat. Fuck bro. that, no. Kyrie Irving came with that after dunking, bro. Thank you, bro. Come here, Steph Curry. Thank you, bro. Dictating the game Come once again. Come here, Come here. For dictating the game. Come here. Get here. the game. You know what? Hey, we need you know some computers. What? We you know we, we don't have to deal with this human like shit. Irving, Irving, shit, uh, still Curry, he's owned by Kyrie Irving, bro. He owned that man. Yeah, nah. He owned that man, cuz. Yeah, Come nah. here, boy. Get him. They tired. He got more rings than Kyrie. Bro. 
Kyrie got one ring. Yeah, what? Kyrie got one ring. <laughs> but I'm just tired of shit happening in sports. <laughs> tired of refs dictating games. You look at the playoff system for last year. I know I'm going out subject. You look at the playoff <laughs> system for last year. I'm tired of this shit, bro. No way in hell. Bama should be playing in the playoffs, bro. You, you, you lost too late in the season. You lost too late in the season. Hear me out. You lost too late in the season. And you didn't even win the ACC West, nor did you play for your division title. How the hell? Exactly. And I'm tired of this shit. The playoff system supposed to be better than the BCS system? Prove it. It is. Nah. You saw you fucked up last year with Ohio State. <laughs> I'm glad you said. Yeah, exactly. So, that. so let's come put back. It on the table. Let's, let's yeah, I put it all on the table. Let's come back, make adjustments, and let's correct this system. Don't go back and do the same shit you did last year, bro. So what you gonna do? What what, what you gonna church down? I'm put you in the hot seat. What you gonna do to correct the system, bro? Come on, come on, Kenny. I don't know. Add, on, add more teams. We gotta add more teams then. Then what that do to the schedule though? What you can't have the kids playing all all year long, bro. Why not? It's a full time job. Yeah, what you want they, gen- they, gen- they generating business, hey, bro. Right? Like I tell, like I mean, like I told you a couple shows ago, them, you, you gonna be wearing them out for they get to the NFL. Them folks would kill to add another game to your season. No, I guarantee you no. would. You would love to see how play another game. Everybody, if they would. can eliminate two of these cupcake games, bro. I'm with it. But if you ain't eliminate none of these cupcake games, nah. You would, you would yeah. love to see your 16 playoff, bro. No. You would love to see that yeah. shit. I mean, My team is If you do 16, it's still going to be enough. I'm just, I'm just saying. Because, because you still got your power five. Who the six team gonna be? Um, 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 what? Who that team beat us last yeah, year? UCL. Yeah, UCL. There you and go. And then you had two teams having a bye. The top two teams having have a bye. Have a bye. Yeah. And then the four, four, the four other team will duke it out. Bam. And we go from there. Oh, Sixteen. Let, let's let's figure this shit out. Let's you, let's you, get it correct. And then you gonna have a level, all these level one teams sticking out here like. No, we should have got in over such and such. Nah, nah, because because now we open up the playing field. It's not only just um, it's not only subject for four teams. It's open up to six teams. But what? But what? What are they in the weak conference though? What? What are they in the weak conference? They undefeated. They should get. They should get a shot. And they gonna get blown out by four day points. They get blown out. They they got their shot. But that's but then we can blow it by four day points. So why they shouldn't be there? And I I should have put two SEC teams in there. No, no, you can't have two SEC teams because we don't want to see what we saw in um what 2011, 2013. We don't want to see that shit. They better. What we saw in 2013? When Bama played LSU. Who wants to see was, the same team? 2012. 2012. Yeah. Who wants to see the same team play for the national title? That was a good game. It wasn't no good game. They didn't I, cross I, the 50. I would have run some. They didn't cross the 50. It was a good game for me. They didn't cross the 50. But it was a good game for me. It wasn't no good game. It was a good game for me. Yeah. That's, I enjoyed it. Sorry, ass game. The regular season look, game was good. Look at him, bro. Look at him. Talk to me. I would have loved to see that. I would have loved to see Bama and Auburn play the game that Cam Newton did, bro. I would love to see that again. For what? But we were, but you were like two we losses. Were, we had two losses. I mean, we, we were it, undefeated. It couldn't have happened. I'm just saying. Yeah, okay. Judgment. I would love to see that. See that. I game. mean, it, it didn't have a point. Now, if you go back to 2013 and we could have played again. Nah, I want to see. I want to see. I mean, Bama versus I, Cam Newton again, man. I'm not. That was a classic, bro. That was a great game. Yeah, it was. That was a top five game. It was. Life, it was. Oh, that was a good game. Bro. It was. So I want to. I want to see Cam Newton beat that defense again, bro. Yeah. That's why. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know. He did that yet, but I don't know. We we want to. But Man. my thing is, bro, the Pac-12 is gonna give you an undefeated team, bro. Pac-12 ain't getting no undefeated team. They're gonna run through that shit. They're gonna run through that shit. 
Uh, who else give you an undefeated team? I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just thinking off the off the top. Better you top mean, team. You mean, you your, your power five. You got the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, Big Ten, Big Twelve, Pac Twelve, ACC, and the SEC. I don't know, man. I just don't see it happening, man. I mean, you you basically saying that every conference, Which, every conference championship got to get in. Every conference champion got to get gotta in. Got to get in. That makes it seem like that means something. That that that, that holds that holds value. So, hold up, hold up. So hold it doesn't hold value. No, it don't hold value. Why not? Uh, you see it already. Why don't hold value? Why doesn't the country? The, the Big Ten champion didn't get in, did it? Who with the Big Ten? They don't have a. They don't. Oh, oh, yeah, you talking about? But we know we, they messed up that year. We knew that. Yeah, we knew that by them. They had, they had a wet conference. That conference was exactly. Last year. Exactly, it was weak. So you well, were, you were really saying a weak Ohio State team there in the battle? We saying this year? Yeah, this year. Nah, I would. I would like to see it done right. I would like to see them add. <laughs> I would come for seven. Never got left out though. But you know, I'm just saying, add more teams. You know what I'm saying? I would love to see Bama get in as a six seed. And play the play play an extra game. I would love to see that because you know why y'all didn't y'all didn't win the West. You didn't play for your conference title, yeah. so that's why I would love to see that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Y'all y'all could have gotten in that way. I would love to see that, but I don't think y'all should line up at the four seed and, see, and go through see, everybody. Well, you, so you contradicting yourself because you said you want if you were to talk down guy to six seed, you want to see that power five and that none none power five get that six seed. So that one never got in, right? No, because by who right, your strategy? by right, you guys, you know, we need two ACC I'm teams. Who your strategy? We need two ACC teams. You just said you want two ACC teams, but not not with a four not with a fourteen playoff system. We don't. You don't you, if you don't want, if you don't want if you don't want it in a four you don't need it in a six. Because if, if you open up the eight twelve, me, yeah, I see, me I see two ACC teams. Me and another conference, I'm on the outside looking in. I'm like, hold on, what the fuck? What what? Yeah. Y'all don't respect my my, my yeah. conference champ? Hey, go out there and play somebody. You don't respect my comfort Hey, go out there and play somebody. So I'm looking like that. How many losses did Ohio State had last year? Three? Or nah, two? I think they had two. They two. lost to Oklahoma and they lost to Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Georgia, then. Then they came back and lost somebody. somebody Miss, Minnesota? Yeah. No, uh, Iowa. It was somebody sorry. I think it was Iowa. Yeah. Iowa. I don't Them know. Two bad losses, man. Come on, bro. They did not deserve to be in there, bro. They're power five, baby. But they don't deserve to be in there, Two bro. Two, two teams from the same conference don't. If, if you don't open it up, two teams from the same conference don't deserve it. That's why you did it. Because you didn't get the opportunity to see Bama and Georgia in the regular season, correct? So, look, so look let me put correct? that. Who that? You didn't, got, you didn't get the opportunity to see Bama and Georgia in the regular season, right? No, we did not. There you go. So, so let, let's let's open it up. Okay, let's say if Auburn go through and walk the table. Do Georgia get in? Walk the table win. I'm saying we, we end up being Georgia for the um, SEC title. No, Georgia out. They are. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's how it should be. It should only be one team from the Power Five conference or each conference. That's how I feel. But that, I mean, if you would have won, it wouldn't have opened the door for us, though. Because y'all beat us. We did. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Y'all lose. Y'all lose. Open the door for us. But it, it, it shouldn't have been. I, I understand what you're saying. If it's a 16 playoff, of course you guys should get in. Cause no, we lost, I don't, I don't but with four it. teams, I'm think I'm I'm thinking like I said, if I'm in another conference, I'm looking on outside in like, what about us? That's all I'm saying. Why not us? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. We got to go through this shit again. We saw it happen last year. We saw the committee fuck up last year. Let's strain it out the second year. Let's let's see what we can do to avoid happening what what happened the first year. That's all I'm saying. 
But so we got 16, so Quentin's bound to get in, baby. It's, it's about politics, right? And money going You're money right. You're right. And, and that's what I realized. And that's why that's all I stated. I get tired of this shit happening and dictating and all that shit. That's all I'm saying, you know. Shout out to Bama, y'all, y'all, y'all national titles back. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion, man. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, yeah. Let's go on with the last topic, All right, last topic. Moving right along. We got Clint Capella, man, signed that big deal with Houston Rockets. I thought you said them boys ain't have no money, man. If you don't know, Clint agreed to a five-year deal worth nine, $90 million extension with the Rockets, man. What's going on? What's the meaning of going on, fam? I don't know what I'm saying. You said they ain't got no money at all. Then yeah, that ain't enough to take that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They made they they made it happen, though. They made it happen. You think he got his money? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm just asking. He you said he, you said he worked a hundred million, bro. He deserved it, bro. You know. Shit. If Rudy go back and get it, he can get it too. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're right. That 18 million a year, bro. 18 million a year. Yeah, 18 Let's get million. Let's get it, man. Let's get it, man. Hey, he was pulling for you, Clint. Yeah, yeah, listen, right there. He was pulling for you. I'm a true big man. I'm a true big man. <laughs> you know I ain't getting the hype. I'm a true big man. I want to see them big boys get paid, bro. They being something, bro. Hey, he also shot the league's best um, at um, 65, 65% from no, the field. Oh, no, so. he yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I'll throw that fun yeah, fact yeah. out there. Yeah. So, I mean. Oh, Clint Capella. Don't have to think, man. I'm glad Clint got that money, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Clint, man. Um, they ready? They signed Miller yet? So you got 90, 90, 140, and 225. Man, boy, that's, that's, that love to take some kids, huh, bro? Yeah. You gonna kill them. Miller might sign for 2 million. Me and Ryan. Me and Ryan got, what, 60, 60 or something? You think oh. they can ship him out? They got to. They gonna have to. They got to. Yeah. They, they need a bench too, though, but I'll ship them out. Okay. I don't know. Like you said, like you've been saying, who would take that contract? You know, you can get some scrub bench players. You know what I'm saying? Milwaukee Bucks. They, they, they might take it. Somebody. Um, what would Ryan Anderson fit? Let's, add, let's put that on the table. Who can use Ryan Anderson? Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis? Yep. Spot up shooter. Mike Huntley, John Ball down the line, kick out, Ryan's, Brooklyn Knicks, they can take whatever they can get. Utah Jazz, I can say Utah. The Knicks, my Knicks. I can say with the Knicks. Nah, nah. You know what I'm saying? They got a long time the four spots, so nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got Chris Counter. Nah, they, yeah, they got Counter. Yeah, yeah they even did with two rookies that came in, so nah, that's a lot of them. Uh, I'm like Memphis and Utah, real. Uh, yeah, he look good in Utah. I can see that. San Antonio sister. Cause they space the floor, huh? I can see him in San Antonio with San Antonio sister. Also, mm-hmm. that's a good fit. Uh, if you take a bye, Golden State easily, easily. Golden State. Yeah, Golden State. I don't think they need him though. He can't guard. <laughs> Do they ever guard? Hell, they guard. They in the pass line. That's why Brun can't beat them. They guard. They defend well. You can sleep on Golden State defense, but they defend well. I what about the Clippers? Clippers can take whatever they can get, cuz. Yeah. They ain't got nothing. Nothing, bro. Nothing. Not a thing. Yeah. I don't know, it's just too much money, man. Yeah, that's too much money for Ryan. Yeah, that's too much money for Ryan. Yeah, I want to see that. What about Chicago? And this is because of Bob Parkinson. Maybe, maybe, um, Cleveland. Nah. 
man, Cleveland. Uh, no. Not a shooter? Cleveland didn't stay young. Stay young. Stay young. What about your Lakers? Hell no. Only person. Not a shooter for Brian? No, I'm straight. You straight? Yeah, I'm straight. You, you lost Randall. Yeah, I'm okay. That's a solid pick up now. But Randall, Randall answer to them players. Though. They are. They definitely are. But you got another shooter for Brian. Kick it, no. ball to kick it to, you know what I'm saying? No, we Outside. Straight. We straight. I hear. We good. I don't know. I'm surprised anybody else off uh, Clint Capella no more. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, Tristan so Thompson, all over again. He must was a restricted free agent. I'm not sure. He was still, I think he still had a deal because say it sounded extension. So I think he had like a year left. He's just coming up on his team. Because weird, nobody else. Yeah, nobody tried to sign him. Exactly. That's that's what uh, I read. Uh, he agreed to a five-year, ninety million in extension with the Rockets. So maybe he was still on the contract technically. He averaged uh, sixteen and twelve this year. Sixteen and twelve. Sixteen, twelve. Sixteen, and twelve. Sixteen, twelve and five. Sixteen and twelve. Hell nah. Sixteen points, twelve he, rebounds, and five blocks. Well, I don't know. He close. Um, this past season, he averaged um thirteen point nine, um ten rebounds, and um, one block per game. He might listen to you sometimes, bro. He might be right. They might be more than two, bro. Yeah, yeah, you may be right. He could be sixteen. He's gonna be in there too. He's gonna be more than This, this, I mean, he could be sixteen. Tom made this move because he know he this is his last window to get it. If he don't get it this year, he's most definitely gotta get it next year. If he don't get it next year, he ain't gonna get it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And with next year, it all depends on where the dominoes gonna fall mm-hmm. when it comes to next year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because rumors, rumors is going out there that. KD might be looking at the Lakers next mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. only take out a couple of rumor boards and you yeah, know, yeah. You know, so I saw that. But I like I told, like I've been saying for for the for the like since we started this, since we started this podcast, but this goes to take last year. This year right here is their last year. Saturday cut wise, it ain't gonna line up. You're gonna be so deep in love attacks. But these guys taking cuts though to play. They play together. Some that's the thing about some, Yeah, somewhat of a cut. You right. Now correct. KD don't want to take a cut. Yeah. Draymond to play. Draymond want his money. He want his super back deal. But I want him to get a super back deal, like I said, got a different player of the year, MVP, uh, all all first NBA teams. I don't see him getting that one I got you. And no, he, no, he got his defensive player out of here now. I don't still get it next year. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Draymond a hell of a player, bro. Yeah. We ain't gonna leave that at bed right there. Yeah, we ain't leave that at bed right there. So what basketball season is doing? I don't even want to start that shit. I don't even want to hear you doubt my man. Now. Shout out to Draymond, baby. I'm riding with you. Hey, you need to go check on him. I'm still on the floor. <laughs> Hey, Jeremy, all right, man. Oh, yeah. man. So that was uh top five topics from the previous week over to today. So today we got a very special guest. We have a former University of Alabama basketball player, current Troy basketball administrator, Andrew Steele. We want to welcome Andrew Steele to the show. Playing at John Carroll. How was that experience playing at John Carroll? It, at was, one- um, it, was, uh, it was It was good. You know, um, my brother went there before me, so uh, before a couple years before that, I already had a pretty good tradition established. So 
trying to get a chance to continue that was good. And, you know, it was at a time where we had a lot of kids from other areas. Mm-hmm. So I think it was represented by people all around Birmingham and kind of the surrounding area. So it was a pretty good diverse group, but it was also good knowing that, you know, for the most part, we're one of the top teams in the state. Every single team wanted to beat us. So mm-hmm. knowing every single game, we're going to get every team's best shot of basketball from an early age. And so my brother's uh, four years older, so uh-huh. kind of trying to keep up with him. I was always following him around. So from um, earliest memories, I remember playing basketball. But the weirdest thing is that I played organized football beforehand. Yeah. So I actually played football longer than basketball. Uh-huh. But um, just kind of being around my brother and my dad, I always wanted to be with my brother's friends myself working and trying to be better at basketball so when I was maybe eight or nine years old is when I kind of realized that it was something I had a chance to be good at but I didn't really like that I had a chance to play on next level probably until about my sophomore year in high school uh-huh. yeah. and so um, after uh, AAU tournament we went to uh, Peach Jam and it was in um, one of the Nike AAU tournaments and I had a really good tournament after that, and I went from kind of hearing from a bunch of schools to about the summer going into my junior years when the recruit really, really picked up. So that was the first kind of moment I realized that, you know, playing playing in college was going to be a realistic thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yo, Andrew, let me ask you this, man. Um, you going into high school, you know, um, you coming after your brother. Your brother, you know, your brother, he, he did pretty well. Well, he did fairly well at John Carroll mm-hmm. and also at Alabama. Mm-hmm. What was was it a lot of pressure um, going into you know playing John Carroll? Because I remember we playing you guys and you know everybody was big on you. Was it a lot of pressure on you coming in after uh, your brother? A little bit. Um, you know, there was a, a lot of people who. Um, they, they kind of thought we looked alike. So yeah. I, was, I dealt with that a lot. Like, yeah. you know, especially my freshman year, it was almost every day. Oh, you look just like your brother. You look just like your brother. And, um, you know, my parents and really my brother did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Somewhat shielded me from that. Okay. And uh, my high school coach did as well. And, you know, people would always try to make the comparison earlier. You know, who would be better between uh-huh. me and him. And I would always answer it. It was kind of unfair because... My freshman year in high school, he was a freshman in college. And so yeah. every time I would see him, we work out, we go to the gym. He was teaching me things that he learned as a freshman in college than I was learning as a freshman in high school. So I felt like I always had an advantage. Yeah, you way. did. Yeah. And playing against him, you know, I still say to this day, he's the best player I ever played against on, on any <laughs> level. Okay, okay. So I got to play against him all the time. So that, that helped me in my career. He pushed me more than anybody to try to be better than him, so I always thought it was an unfair comparison. But um, in terms of the pressure, it was more from people who was kind of outside of my circle. You know, none of the people around me ever really put that on me. So uh-huh. That wasn't something I had to deal with on a personal level, but I always knew it was there, and people naturally made the comparison. So it was, yeah. uh, it was, um, it was interesting, you know, to say the least, especially as a young kid, kind of growing up. I didn't realize why it would be such a big deal to other people. But as I got older, it kind of started to make more sense. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. So looking back at your recruitment, uh, your recruitment process, was it a lot? Was it a lot being at your, being at your brother played at Bama? I mean, you, you already knew you was going to Bama? Well, I didn't. You know, um, the first school to 
I mean, Alabama always kind of had somewhat of an advantage just because we went to every home game, uh-huh. some of the road games, and that was one of the benefits he saw in staying close to home was just because, you know, our family can always come to games and watch. So yeah, exactly. that made it easy. So uh-huh. an advantage, which is but um, one of the uh, first schools to really, really show interest was Illinois, actually. No. And, um, okay. They, uh, so, and then I started hearing from other schools. So I think some schools at first thought that it would just be a given that I was going to go to Alabama because yeah. it was there. Yeah. But um, and I was honest that, you know, I, I kept an open mind. And the, uh, the last three schools I was picking between were uh, Alabama, Ole Miss, and Tennessee. So, you know, um, there was a coach named Tory Ward who was at uh, Ole Miss at the time. He was uh-huh. at Illinois State, and he um, he died in a plane crash about mm-hmm. three years ago, coming back from the Final Four. Yeah, but he was from Birmingham, and he was on staff at Ole Miss, and he was actually my brother's AAU coach about four years before that. So I had a really really good relationship with him. And then um, my AAU coach was teammates with Andy Kennedy at UAB, so they um, they had a really good chance, and then. Um, Bruce Pearl, when he was at Tennessee, was one of the first coaches to reach out. So I was really intrigued about playing with them. So it mm-hmm. wasn't a given. Yeah. And then um, also a lot of the same schools that started recruiting me in basketball recruited me in football as well. So it went from me first having to figure out what school to go to. So it ended up being a lot harder decision than I thought it would be. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So uh, so how, how was it How was it playing on uh, Mark Garford? It was um, it was good. You know, I felt like I had um, I had known them for a while because they mm-hmm. started recruiting my brother when he was probably in the tenth grade. So I had known those guys since I was in the sixth grade. So mm-hmm. that was um, good sense of familiarity. And um, you know, one one of the things that Coach Godfrey was always really good about was giving guys confidence and so you know, he was he was a good people person. He was a good recruiter. So. It was, it was fun playing for him. It was just unfortunate that you know it didn't work out my freshman year, but uh, I enjoyed playing. That. Okay, okay, okay. So your your freshman season, your freshman season. Uh, looking back at that, you were known for being a great defender. Like, how did that come along? Like, was that your goal as a freshman? Like, to, to go on the team and be a great defender, or that's well, just something? Goal, it was my first goal was to try to do whatever I could to play. Uh-huh. So you know, we had. Alonzo G was uh-huh. a senior. You know, we had Mikael Torrance who mm-hmm. was there. Yeah. My brother was on the team before yeah. he got hurt. Uh-huh. Um, so we had a lot of experienced guys. And then you had a guy like Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah. They weren't, um, I, I wasn't really expecting to score. The best way for me to get on the court early on was to be able to play defense. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I figured once I could defend and get on the court, I could kind of showcase other things I could do. So. And my whole goal was I just wanted to win. I didn't care about who got the credit. That was always my same mentality in high school. I was going to do whatever it took for the team to win. So exactly. you know, if they needed me to be a defender, then I was willing to do that if it was going to help us win. So that's how that came about. Okay. 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 okay I understand. Hey, um, when Mark got fired, um, what was there any doubt in your mind? Did you did you want to transfer out or uh, were you going to? Sit still and be loyal to the program. What 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 was your thoughts on that? No, the, the thought of leaving never really crossed my mind because okay. mo- most kids, and understandably even more so now, they go to a school because of the coach, and you know I, that's understandable. And 
the coaches were a big part of it. You mm-hmm. know, one of the assistants that recruited Philip Pierce, and I still, I'm still really close with him now, even though, you know, all the technical play for him for a year. But, you know, I loved everything about the school. You know, being from Birmingham is less than an hour away, so my family was able to come to all the games, even some of the away games. Um, you know, as a kid in Alabama, it's a sense of pride get a chance to play for the university then it's one of those things you don't turn down i had a lot of good friends there and i I just enjoyed the experience so much that i figured the school would do a good job of of bringing in a good coach which i thought they did and so um there was never really any thought of me leaving now had they brought in somebody and it was just a really really bad situation i might have thought about it but the thought of leaving never really crossed my mind but at the same time, at the same time, just throwing this in there, but it seems like what happened with Ronald, like with mm-hmm. the end of his career at Bama, you know what I'm saying, just seemed like it was a little, kind of like a bad, bad blood between the Steele mm-hmm. family and the University of Alabama. I mean, mm-hmm. can you elaborate on that a little bit? Um, you know, it was, I think if you look back, uh-huh. I think everybody wishes they could probably have a situation better. Uh-huh. You know, and it was more so at the time, more of an issue between, uh, you know, my brother and Coach Godfrey, and, mm-hmm. you know, they had, you know, best one thing I could put is they had a misunderstanding about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, since then, they, their relationship has gotten a lot better. But I'll, I'll give my family credit and Coach Godfrey credit. They never, ever put me in the middle of it. And yeah. That, that, yeah. that was an extremely delicate situation because you've got, you know, both sides mm-hmm. kind of trying to fight for what they want. And yep. I'm the only one that's kind of connected on both ways. I and know, so man. I, to, Coach, <laughs> to Coach Godfrey's credit, he never once treated me any differently. He never held that against me. He never tried to, you know, use me as an intermediate and the same thing with my family. So um, mm-hmm. you know, I give both sides a lot of credit. So uh, especially as it relates to Coach Godfrey, I don't, I don't have anything bad to say about him at all in terms of the way he treated me. That's cool. That's cool. All mm-hmm. right. Um, with Anthony Grant coming in, you know, um, a, a, a talented coach at VCU, you know, with him coming in, you know, um, how how was that experience, man? It was, you know, it was tough at first. You know, I, I heard <laughs> good things about him. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> you know, my brother kind of knew of him a little bit because he was at Florida. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, just a fan of the game, you know, I remember watching them when, his first year at VCU, they beat Duke. Now, mm-hmm. that's a really good team. Yeah. You know, you never think two or three years later that somebody you'll be playing for. Yeah. But I, I knew he was a good coach, so I was excited about that. But there was a feeling out period because nobody – I think he only brought in one person. He brought in Ben Evelyn. That was the only person that he knew when he got there. So yeah. that whole first year was, you know, him getting to know us, us getting to know him, us yeah. getting to a different situation. And so for the other guys, I'm pretty sure it had to be tough because you go from three years of doing it one way and then a new coach comes in. It's completely different. One of the benefits for us is we kind of only had one year of what college experience was like. So for us, it was a chance to really kind of learn under his system yeah. for the rest of our time there. So that first year was an adjustment. But um, over time, as it, as it progressed, I mean, Coach Grant and I got really, really close. And that's something I didn't ever think would happen. But, um, you know, his influence is a big part of the reason why I'm in coaching today. So I give him a lot of credit for that. I feel you. I feel you. But bringing in a new coach, man, you know what I'm saying, dealing with injuries, you know what I'm saying, your Mm -hmm. second year, like how devastating was that, man? Because I know know you wanted to be on the floor, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it it was tough. You know, I I started the first six games, Mm -hmm. and I had never really dealt with injuries, especially as it relates to basketball. I mean, the – 
most serious injury I'd ever really had before that was I broke my wrist in high school playing mm-hmm. football. But in, in terms of basketball, I never ever had a serious injury. So uh, wow. that that part was tough. But uh, you know, that's that's life. You, you you go through tough things and you, you figure out how to navigate it. So I felt the coaches and our and our medical staff, you know, we're trying to make sure they always did the best thing for me. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, a bunch of staff made it easy to get through, but it, it, it was tough. But at the same time that you, I, I ain't trying to keep bringing this up, but at the same time, mm-hmm. do you kind of feel that you were going down the same road as your brother at the time, uh, just at that time uh, period right there? Not, not really at the time, just mm-hmm. because, you know, you don't ever think that you're going to keep getting hurt. You kind mm-hmm. of think, like, you deal with something that's it, and, you know, um, you keep moving past it. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, it's not one of those things where I really thought that, I was going to go through the same thing. If anything, it was good to have a good resource like him because mm-hmm. he could relate to it more better than most people. And the fact that, you know, he's my brother. We're so close. Mm-hmm. He was always somebody who was able to give me really good advice to help me get through it. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. And looking back, looking back at that third year, man, that third year probably, in my opinion, was a great year um, this, mm-hmm. as a fan. That's just a Bama fan. But what, mm-hmm. what, what, what changed moving, like, moving forward to that third year? I mean, it was – uh, the light just kind of clicked. I mean, mm-hmm. we got off to a rough start as yeah. a team. You know, we, I think we were in the 60s, 70s, 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 You know, for me personally, dealing with injury, that was the first part. And I, I missed the whole bond conference season, basically. Mm-hmm. But we just, I don't know what it was. I'm sitting down to see play. Cause I think we all just got to tired of losing. And it was one of those situations where you always do things a certain way and you keep getting the same results. So, mm-hmm. As a team, we decided to to buy in completely and try this other way. And you know, before you look up, we, we were sitting there at the end of the year, you know, one game away from winning the league, and yeah, I know, feeling man. like we were really, really in a position to, to make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, mm-hmm. that part was most disappointing was that selection Sunday, sitting there thinking that you had done enough. Yeah, realizing know, you got so close and you didn't make it, but uh-huh. it's even more frustrating because you know with take care of business one or two games here and there throughout the season you're probably not in that spot but um it was still a good year though looking back on, on all the things we did that was probably one of the most memorable years we had i know man that was a great year run. yeah that was a great year oh yeah looking back looking back at your senior year man like what what, what like what, what 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 happened that year so the next year so that was my red shirt junior year we actually uh-huh. made the tournament and yeah. Again, the same thing with injuries where I dealt with the concussion at the end of the year before. And that was the first time that I kind of realized that at some point you can't play basketball anymore. And Mm -hmm. that's what uh, made me want to go into coaching. And so the first half of that season, I was basically like a student assistant coach. So I worked closely with the coaches, Mm -hmm. you know, breaking down film, studying the game, all these different things, and really learning about all the things that go with college coaching. That part was really good, but I also stayed active, so I was uh, working with the scout team, and I would always, you know, help the guys prepare for whoever we were playing. And so I, I realized then, like, I could actually still play. It was just about uh-huh. whether or not I was ever healthy enough. Yeah. And so to our medical staff's credit, they kept trying to help me improve and get over the concussion. And once we finally got to a point where they didn't have any concerns about me playing, I was approaching, like, what I want to continue to play and then so right before we started conference play i was able to come back so um luckily i was able to provide a spark for us and so 
helped us get into the NCAA tournament, which is probably still the uh, out of all my sports memories, that's probably the best feeling in the world mm-hmm. of yeah. knowing getting into the tournament and being able to play in it. And even though we didn't win the game, it was still such a great experience. So I can't imagine what it must be like for teams if they can win and advance and make it through the tournament. That's got to be one of the greatest things ever. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It, it, it sounds like a great experience. All right, mm-hmm. um, seems like you and Ronald and, and yourself had hopes of having a great career, but it, you know, it was derailed by injuries. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any regrets um, on how your career went as far as injuries? No, not really, because that's one of the things is it, it, it helped me really strengthen my faith. And so I do okay. that all everything happened, you know, for a reason. Uh huh. You're so, right. Going through the injuries, and I feel like if I never wouldn't have gotten injured, I probably didn't, wouldn't have realized how much I wanted to get into coaching. Oh, yeah. And so, um, you know, how everything not turned out, you know, I ended up meeting my wife at Alabama. Well, I knew her before then, but we ended up dating in Alabama. We ended up getting married because she ran That's what's up. track in Alabama. <laughs> That's what's up. So, you know, had I left, I might not have, you know, ended up starting to date her and mm-hmm. meeting all these different fans and making all these connections with my coaches and different people. So I, I don't ever try to have any regrets i feel like i always made the best decision for me at the time and i feel like you know god always put me where he wanted me to be so exactly. if i was going to be exactly. somewhere else at, the, at a different time it wouldn't have happened so keeping that in mind i look back on my life my career and it's got me to this point mm-hmm. and i feel pretty good about where i'm at so i don't that's have any reasons to have any that's regrets. what's up man that's what's up that's what's up still uh, so let me ask you this man did, did you have any hopes and dreams that uh actually being an NBA player, like following your brother? Yeah, growing up as a kid, yeah, I think it's every basketball yeah. player's dream to, to play in the NBA. And so when I actually finished at Alabama, despite all the injuries and everything, I had you know, a couple teams reach out to me about playing overseas. Okay. And so, um, you know, for me, knowing I was good enough to pursue that if I wanted to was enough. But after that point, after dealing with all the injuries and kind of experiencing the coaching firsthand, uh-huh. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. So I figured there was no point in me wasting time on something that I knew was going to end eventually when I can go ahead and get a jump start on my coaching career. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. So uh, moving into coaching at John Carroll, man, like how was, how was that experience? And, and like why not build your legacy as, as a uh, great high school coach? So I was going to start off as a grad assistant in Alabama once I finished. Uh-huh. But um, we had uh, my last two years there in the summer, we had worked these camps for a company called um, Sorrell Dental, mm-hmm. a nonprofit dental company. And yeah. They primarily focused on like rural and impoverished areas. So we would do these free camps with them and um, seeing how they really interacted with the kids was really good. And so. The um, CEO of the company approached me, and he offered me a job doing marketing for them. Mm-hmm. And so basically, I would travel all around the state, and, you know, talk to kids about staying in school, taking yeah. care of themselves, doing the right things. Yeah. And so, um, using my platform as an Alabama player would really help. So mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that. And at the time, I thought, well, maybe I want to do something different from basketball. But um, I did that, and that was a really, really good experience, just because it made me realize how fortunate I was growing up when you see yeah. some of these kids that come from really, really bad situations. Mm-hmm. It makes you want to reach out and help and get out more in the community. So I really enjoyed that experience. But it really showed me that I, I for sure want to coach. And so um, I was almost going to move to Huntsville. He was going to move me to Huntsville, but the day before we were going to move, he decided to keep me in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And so 
the job left me with a lot of free time, so I figured, you know, I was living five minutes from my high school, so I went back and I was an assistant coach there. Mm-hmm. And so after the year of doing that, my plan was to go back to Alabama and be a grad assistant. Yeah. And so they offered me the job, and so I was, you know, 23, 24, with a chance to be the head coach in my alma mater. I know, man. That's great. So I did that, Mm -hmm. and I I enjoyed that way more than I ever would, thought I would. I I didn't ever think I would really enjoy high school coaching, but, you know, I think one of the things that helped me was being so young and close to the camp and being able to relate to it. I think I was able to help. And so just the the beauty of running your program and, you know, getting to make all those decisions and getting to see how you impact students in that way, that part was really, really good. And it gave me the confidence to know that I felt like I could do it on the couch. And it also helped me because I made so many mistakes. You know, when looking back now and how much I've grown in, I look at that version of myself. I think, man, that dude sucked as a coach. I wish I knew then what I do now. <laughs> yeah. so, my hope is that um, by the time I'm eventually a college head coach, all those mistakes I made then, I'll, I'll learn from them and won't repeat them. Yeah. But there's no substitute for getting that experience. So I mm-hmm. feel like those two years spent there have helped me prepare for whenever I get to the goal that I want to get to. I feel you. I feel you. So, Basically leaving the hardwood, man. Like like putting coaches on the pause for on on the pause for a little while and getting into an administration mm-hmm. role. Like how was that transition? It was um it was it was tough. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I missed uh, actually being able to be on the court and, and be super hands on. Mm-hmm. But you know, in, in the operations role, you get to wear so many different hats. I know, man. <laughs> meet so many different people and yeah. You kind of understand all the inner workings of how a program works and all the stuff that goes into it. And I felt like, you know, being watching my brother and me being a player, I felt like I had a pretty good grasp on all the things that go into college basketball and how a program operates. There's just so much more stuff that you have to learn. Yeah. And so um, the net experience I thought I had was good, but just understanding it from that role. So whenever I am, whenever I am a head coach, the person that was in my position, A, I can understand what they're going through. Yeah, there and you go. I can kind of know mm-hmm. what I'm looking for yeah. in that spot. Yeah, exactly. And for me in that role, I've been a head coach, so mm-hmm. I kind of know what a head coach needs Aspects. to kind of mm-hmm. be successful. Yeah. So I, I can kind of help, help prepare for both sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how, how was your experience with uh, Matt Graves and then, uh, the South, South Alabama basketball program? It was um, it was good. You know, I'm, I'll forever be grateful to Coach Grant because he's the first one to kind of give me an opportunity mm-hmm. to get my foot in the door. And so, going down, being able to help them because you know we only had one other coach that was from Alabama. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those guys weren't as familiar with the area. Now they had been there for a while, so they got used to it. But I think me being from the state kind of helped them navigate through some of those things. But you know, I really enjoyed the experience there, even though my two years we didn't have the kind of success we wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned a lot from those guys coming from how they did things at Butler and learning yeah, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. stuff they did from Bad Stevens. So, yep. you know, it was different from what I learned from Coach Dante and Coach Green. But yeah. I think the beauty of it is you get all these different experiences from uh-huh. coaches. So you can kind of take what you like, what you don't like, and uh-huh. use that and kind of mold that into your own philosophy. But at the same time, it seemed like they, it seemed like they didn't give them enough time down there, though, man. You know, it's like they they gave up on them too quick, man. 
Yeah, well, he, he signed a five-year deal, so this past year was the end of year five, and yeah. I felt like we were right there. You know, yeah, I know. Don't reflect. We had a lot of close games, and yeah. so, you know, we were hoping and praying that we felt like we'd get another year because we felt like this upcoming year was going to be, like, our breakthrough year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's one of the unfortunate sounds about college. It's a business. It's a result. Yeah, you're business. right, but so, Yeah, you're right. You know, after so long, if you don't deliver the results, I think everybody knows what ends up happening. So it's kind of the unfortunate part of it, but it's one of those things when you sign up to do it, you know that going in. And so once you know that going in, it doesn't, take, it doesn't make it easier. You can't I don't think anybody is going to look at that as an indication of the kind of coach he is because he obviously got another job. So it it happens, you know. It's it's what kind of makes the coaching world go around for whatever reason. People don't work out in certain situations and it provides opportunities for other people, so. All right, right, uh, Andrew, let me ask you this. Um, Why leave South Alabama after one year for choice? For sure, man, you know, what what made you make that decision? Well, you know, I would have liked to have stayed in South Alabama, but the uh, new coach, Richard Riley, came in, and I, you know, I've got a good relationship with him. Okay. But, you know, he decided to bring in his entire new staff. Ah, uh, okay. So, you know, that, that's understandable. You know, when you have a change, you know, sometimes some people believe in, you know, having somebody bridge from the previous staff just to kind of help you out. Some people want to start over with a clean slate. He felt like it was best for him to start over completely. So, you know, I understand that decision because, you know, he's got to be loyal to his staff as well. Right, right. So um, the coach here, head coach here, Troy, Coach Cunningham, he was an assistant when uh, me and my brother played at Mississippi State. So they actually recruited me a little bit. So mm-hmm. I had known Coach Cunningham for a while. And so it's actually crazy. One of his assistants at Troy went with Richard Riley to be in South Alabama, mm-hmm. and so that's what opened up an opportunity for me to come here. And you know, you know, I got to hit you with this, man. Why not back to Bama? Well, if uh, I would always go there, I mean, if they yeah. offer me a job, I'd go mm-hmm. there in a heartbeat. But you know, at the same time, I want to make moves that are going to help me advance in my career. So. Mm-hmm. You know, my obviously my ultimate dream was to go back and someday be the head coach of Alabama, but mm-hmm. you know, there's a certain progression you gotta take. So my mm-hmm. hope is that every move that I make will help me advance me in my career. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like this move at Troy is a step in the right direction towards that. Yeah, I feel you. So but so if Alabama ever offered me a job, then you know, yeah. I'd be hungry to see <laughs> you know, you gotta work to Antoine leave, man. Antoine like know, he's right? he stuck there forever. Doing a good job, though. So. Oh yeah, he doing a good job. He getting the recruits in, so you know he doing a pretty mm-hmm. good job out there. Yeah, so so ultimately, uh, your plan is to you you want to coach college ball, correct? Not high school. You want to coach college ball, head coach. That's yes, the, that's I the mean, goal. Now, I've, I've always thought, you know, eventually, if you know, if I'm able to have a long enough college career, you know, going back to high school after a certain point would be the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I feel like the thing, the difference to me with college and high school is that. In high school, it's it's harder to destiny because you can't recruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. A lot of times, you kind of at the mercy of you know, do you have a good team or not? A lot mm-hmm. of it's based on geographic the kind of school you're at. Whereas in college, you can go out and pick your team every year. Mm-hmm. And so I'm of the mindset that if I'm going to succeed, I want to do it my way, knowing that at the end of the day. I control a lot of the aspects of the program in terms of my coaches, my staff, the people I recruit. 
And then if that doesn't work, then, you know, I can rest easy knowing why I did it my way. Whereas in high school, just kind of at the mercy of, do you have good players? Are you in a good situation? A lot, I feel like a lot more luck's involved. So I uh-huh. respect high school coaches more because they have to be able to adapt year in and year out because uh-huh. your team drastically change from one year to another mm-hmm. and it's hard to always prepare for that so you can't be so rigid i just want to play this one way i want to do things a certain way you got to be mm-hmm. really, really fluid and adjusting yeah so i think that's what makes high school coaches so special uh-huh. i don't know if you remember uh Auburn had a guard by the name of frankie sullivan yeah yeah i know frankie and we uh, we had we had Frankie on one time, and he told us he would never get back into college basketball, man. He, you know, now he now he got back into he, he back to high school coaching now. Yeah, yeah. So that's just like a totally like a different take. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, situations different. You know, when they had the and everybody has different experiences, you know. Like one of my really good friends, uh, one of my best friends, Ronald Dory. Yeah. Uh-huh. Butler. Yeah. And so, um, you know, he started off as an assistant with me. And so when Brad got the job with the Celtics, you know, he went and he started uh, working with the Celtics. And then he worked, it was called the D League. Yeah, mm-hmm. Now he mm-hmm. worked with them. Then he came back to college coaching and then he went back to the G League. And so, you know, I talked to him, and he never wants to go back to college coaching. He loves the NBA life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he, yeah. He's now an assistant with the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it, it's different. You know, he doesn't have uh-huh. to deal with the recruit and mm-hmm. all that, which yeah. is good. Yeah. But for me, my sphere of coaching in the NBA is, you know, the players have so much power. You know, yeah, like, you know, I know, you know man. Team, LeBron James, if LeBron doesn't like this coach, they're going to fire you before they get rid of him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, <laughs> yeah, you got to be in a really, really good situation, which he's been fortunate to work in some good situations. Mm-hmm. So I can understand that. And I've talked to some longtime high school coaches. They don't want to coach in college. You know, they like the schedule that they deal with. They don't miss as much time for their family. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more job security. Yeah. So, you know, it's amazing to me how everybody has their preferences because I'm looking right. at it like, I feel like college is kind of in between the best of both worlds, but you know everybody has their different perspectives based on what they've gone through. So yeah, it's amazing how you get those differences. You're right. All right, Andrew. Let me ask you this, man. Would you would you been a college athlete? You know, now you've been in an administrative role. Um, mm-hmm. What's your take on um, how how athletes getting getting paid? Um, you know, I, I I think there should be something in place to, to help them get paid. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I, I don't know what the exact answer is, but, you know, I, I can't think of any other industry where there's almost a billion dollars made and the people most directly responsible for it don't get their fair cut of it. Now, I think you got cost of attendance, which has helped, which we didn't have that when I played. So I think that's a step in the right direction. But I also think that if you were to allow kids to somehow get paid for, for what they do, I think that would eliminate a lot of the recruiting scandals you see. I think it would eliminate yeah. a lot of corruption. Uh, I mean, my suggestion would be just make it a fair market. You know, if you got, or let's say you got a basketball team, you got five players. You know, if somebody wants to play one player $10,000 to sign autographs for an hour because they're really good, and somebody wants to pay another player $1,000 an hour because they're not as good, I, I feel like you should let people determine that and you just kind of keep it open so that way you know whatever whatever you get is kind of what you deserve i mean nobody tells a college coach 
hey, there's a cap on how much money you can make at a certain school. If a school wants to pay you $7 million a year, no coach is going to turn that down. And nobody would ever look at him and say, how dare he think he should get that much money for four services. So exactly. I think it's unfair mm-hmm. that the college athletes produce a lot of those results. You're right. Shouldn't, shouldn't be entitled to the same thing. And I've seen it from both sides of it mm-hmm. as a coach and as a player. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what the exact answer is. I think cost of attendance is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I think there should be something on, on the table to, to allow kids to kind of get what they deserve. Mm-hmm. Well, let me let me ask you this then. Um, like I said, now you're in an administrative role. And you know a lot of coaches have a big. I know you saw what that happened with the AAU uh, players and the referee. You know they had to jump mm-hmm. on the referee and stuff. How, like, how do you feel about AAU, man? You know, really being so unsanctioned and stuff like that, man. Well, I think in its in its purest form, AAU is a really really good tool. I mean, if it weren't for AAU, it probably would have been hard for me to get my brother to get recruited. All the people I know, just because you know it's so hard for for coaches to get out to every single high school mm-hmm. and find a kid. So I think AAU serves a good purpose. Now, I think that's with anything. You know, mm-hmm. obviously you're going to have some people going to be dirty, going to try and do it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a lot of corporations that, you know, have people who do who are corrupt, but nobody says we should get rid of all businesses. So I don't think there's this one problem solve everything mm-hmm. way to fix AAU. Yeah. But, you know, I think, um, I think there's got to be something to be done to kind of, disrupt the corruption which mm-hmm. again i think a lot of it stems from this idea of players not being able to get paid because i think if you were to eliminate some of those restrictions on how players can get their money then there wouldn't be a need for somebody to be so corrupt because i mean you got a really good athlete and you know that he's probably worth this amount of money you know you can't get it from your school then who in their right mind would, would turn down that money if, let's say, some AAU team is, is willing to pay for something that, that you know you can that you deserve, especially if you got a situation where, you know, your family needs the money. You know, the, a lot of these kids come from, from really, really bad situations, and sometimes basketball is the only way out. So, fortunately, I've never been in a situation to where my family's ever been that desperate, but I could only mm-hmm. imagine if somebody's offering me a hundred thousand dollars and i know my family needs you know to pay bills it would be hard for me to say no in this situation if being honest gotcha so, i got and you I'm, gotcha. and i mean i'm saying that right now as a 28 year old so imagine that as a 15 16 15 year old kid mm-hmm. how much harder it has to be in that situation yeah yeah and you, you get you hear you hear some situations man i know i was uh i was watching a, a special one time they said that that they don't even they don't have to go to the high school coach anymore they go straight to the aau coach you know what i'm saying yeah. they just take the high school yeah. coach out of the equation now Yep, and that and that's the unfortunate part of it too. And I think some of these rules are designed to help the high school coaches get back more involved. And mm-hmm. I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I, I would agree with that because I think um, I think the high school coaches should be able to have a little bit more of influence. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I think the one thing that helps is high school coaches are a little bit more regulated. Like most times, you're certified by the state, or there's a process of going through to be a high school coach. And if they want to keep AAU, I think they should have that same sort of process for AAU coaches because unfortunately, anybody from AAU coach now, there's no sense of you know regulation or how to kind of filter out who and what can get involved with it. So yeah, exactly. I, exactly. I think if they created some kind of process to mm-hmm. filter out who can get involved with, I think that would probably help. Yeah. What about what about this right here? Um, you played at a private school, right? Mm-hmm. 
So what you so what you think about the idea that the uh, Alabama High School Athletic Association, where they kind of getting they kind of getting forced into doing this? They get right now they moving the private schools up a couple classifications, you know, if they succeed in that one one classification. What you think about them playing playing in their own type of the private schools playing in their own type of playoff system against the uh, public public schools? Well, some other states have done it, mm-hmm. and so yeah. Um, I, I think we have to look at is the number of private schools. If you have enough private schools to where it's proportional, then you can do it because mm-hmm. you should, you know, if you got a private school of 800 people versus a private school of 100 people, mm-hmm. I, I think that's unfair. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think the, the multiplier rule was designed to kind of help offset that because, you know, the, the conventional thought was that high private schools could quote unquote recruit. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I think we're all honest. Uh, a lot of high schools are into the recruit now, but mm-hmm. in my opinion, it's probably easier for public schools to do it because you don't have to pay to go to the school. Mm-hmm. You know, all you have to do is move into an area, mm-hmm. and now you're eligible to go to that school. Whereas a private school, you still have to pay money to go to that school, and you have this whole thing about you know kids having to sit out. And so, I think with the success rate they came out with. Yeah, for private schools, I mean, I think it should apply to, to all schools. You know, who's to say a public school that's dominating in foray? If a private school's in that same uh, situation, then why are they the only ones that have to move up and play in, in a higher classification when, because of the multiplier, they're already in a higher classification than what they normally would be? So uh, I think that situation is a little bit unfair. But, um, you know, I just think it depends on looking at the numbers of how many schools you had and how even you making it going in private and separate but um you know like i said with so many other states doing it, i don't think it's the worst idea in the world yeah because i know man i'm, I'm a little hurt because sacred heart man they <laughs> they the one four in a row and now they exactly. about to go now they about to go to two-way ball and they potentially yeah. can win two more with especially with yeah. the team that played in two-way was lynette moved to one day yeah. and they the one two in a row so i mean it's, exactly. it's a little record right now man it's a little record yeah it is, yeah. it is. So it's. Uh, I don't think there's a perfect solution for mm-hmm. it at all. Yeah. But um, you know, I think the dialogue of trying to talk it out and figure it out, I think that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel. All right, all right, um, Andrew. Let me ask you this, man. Um, I know you watch a little NBA basketball. What you think about the um, NBA free agency? All the big moves. LeBron going to LA. Big Cuz signing with um Golden State. What you what you, what's your take on it, man? I think um, I think LeBron going to LA is probably a bigger than basketball decision. You know, I think <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a decision for him. I can't blame him. You know, if I, I mean, as much as he's accomplished now, you know, I think he's got to look for his long-term legacy thoughts. And you know, going out to LA with all the different things he's involved in, that's going to help him further his brand. And I mean, who better to learn under than a guy like Magic Johnson, who? been a really really good example of how to do that you're right so um you know i, I give him credit though because it's going to be a lot tougher oh yeah for him to win oh, yeah. championship. so mm-hmm. if he's embracing that challenge i give him credit for doing that but yes. um it's definitely going to be tough and you look at a guy like demarcus cousins going to sign it with the uh, <laughs> warriors this is a good situation of you know the warriors they're the best team right now but they're, they're trying to get better and i think that's what uh good organizations do. They always try to get better. I mean, you look at Alabama football, Nick Saban, and look at it and say, well, I've won the national championship. Let me not go try to get the number one recruiting class in the country. <laughs> Roll tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, the good organizations, they always, always try to find ways to 
keep getting better even when they're at their perceived best. And so I think it's a win-win, especially for Cousins coming out from injury. Yeah. If he can come in and he can prove himself to be, you know, match-level player when he's healthy, mm-hmm. he, he does that. Um, and then it, go, it gives Golden State probably the best big men they've ever had, So, which makes them even harder to guard, which at no point nobody ever thought that could be possible. So I think it's a win-win for everybody involved. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Andrew, man, Andrew Steele, we appreciate you, man. Appreciate we appreciate it. you, man. We appreciate <laughs> you, man. Appreciate you giving us the time. Like I said, I know you're a busy man, man. So we appreciate you uh, giving us your time, man. No, no problem. I enjoyed it. Any other time you guys want to have me on, Feel free to reach out. I really enjoy doing it. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you, y'all, too. All right, bro. We want to thank uh, Andrew Steele for that amazing interview, man. We appreciate the insight, man. We most definitely want oh, to get you back on, man. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Andrew, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Birmingham, stand up, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stand up, guy, man. Uh, Chad, what we have for the show of the week, bro? Um, we got the joint 10s, man. Cements. I know you love those 10s, the man. Drip drop. Drip drop. Did you get them? Nah. Nah, I ain't getting it. You I, crazy I, I, was, I was gonna get them. Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised you didn't yeah. get them. I, I, I kept looking at them. I, I looked, went in the store and I looked at them. And that's just them, them, them uh, the flakes. Flakes. Yeah, it, I, I, can, I can get it. They, they, they dope, but it's just not OG. It's gonna be an OG colorway. You know, I can see that shoe coming out yeah. uh, five, ten years later. Yeah. And it's gonna be a popular, it's gonna be a dope shoe. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. I was, I was close. I was real close. I was real close to telling my girls, man, give me a size 12 and we're going to get them bad boys. I'm like, nah. I'll yeah. Wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait. Yeah, sir. Uh, I didn't mess with them. Like I said, they, they dope, but yeah. they just, they're not OG color. They're for kids. Them kids. Yeah, yeah. go back to school. Yeah. Back to school. Yeah. Yeah. Let the kids yeah. get them. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. Yeah, so check what we have for the show of the week. We got power coming in again, man. Did you watch um, this past week's episode? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still sad to me, bro. It is? It's still sad to I me. I think we finna get to that action, though. I hope so, man. I hope so. Yeah. What? what it? Go ahead. Everybody's just using their trunk cards, bro. And, like, those mm-hmm. trunk cards ain't working, bro. Like, every, ain't time, working. every time they come with a move, somebody four or five moves ahead of them, bro. Yeah. Like, Starring told them, man. Starring said, Ghost, I know you better than this, bro. Yeah, exactly. I know this, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey. You 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 I see how you did me, bro. Yeah. Okay, do them the same way. Exactly. Take 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 like six moves ahead, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go, goes out of character right now. He's out of character, bro. Drunk, that's, depressed. Yeah. That's what's killing him. killing him, bro. Yeah. Tasha just left him, bro. Yeah, that's you know it. Everything just falling uh, apart. Everything falling apart, bro. Yeah. Tasha falling apart, too, though. She definitely is, too. You're that right. That cake put the ice on the cake, bro. That killed her right that there. That killed her right yeah. there, bro. They killed her right there. That show look good, though. I'm ready, I'm, ready, I'm, ready, I'm ready for him to get rid of what, though? Oh, Silver. I'm tired of Silver. Yeah, I'm tired of Silver. I'm going to go to find out. Yeah, yeah. All the motion and shit, man. Yeah, he too much. I'm right there with you, girl. He is. Hey. Whatever you need. Why you, keep, why, you keep, why you keep taking up a dope? He know he made it, too. He bought that yeah. cake in that house. Yeah. Oh, yeah big smile on the I guess mad tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ghost goes it gone too. She yeah, I come through. Ghost went the whole party. <laughs> hey, yeah, he, he oh, thought he man. killed her when he bought that cake. No, he oh, fucked man. up. Yeah. Was he there when she opened the box? Oh, he kind of. Yeah, right oh shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was wondering when she was with him. When she was with Silver, she was like, uh, "Yeah, I don't need both cakes this year. Get the strawberry cake." 
Like, why the fuck Tyreek want a strawberry cake? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I knew something wrong then. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. But she sold her in fairytale land. You know what I'm saying? All in love and shit, man. See, that's what she get, bro. That's what she get. Why, why didn't you check the cake? I know it needs a drama, though, but. Yeah. You know you get the cake. You got to check it out, bro. I thought the mom was. I thought the mom was gonna. I thought Tasha mom was gonna come through, and like, get that together between Ghost and her. Yeah. She didn't do it. Nah, she didn't. Yeah. You can't blame her for that though. No, you can't. Nah, you can't. But at the same time, though, like she said, though, man, y'all been together forever. You know what I'm saying? But like she said, you don't know what's going on in our household. You're right. You 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 don't. I've been been lost, Ghost. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, not the same man anymore. You're right. Yeah. What you thought when the um, detective came in looking for that pistol, and you saw that that the trunk move, bro. Yeah, the trunk cover thing, you bro. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if all that shit gonna backfire, Angela. For you know, she did. Did did she report it stolen? And then she deleted from the system. Yeah, she deleted from the system. Yeah. Using old boy password. Exactly. So I wonder they're gonna go check those logins. They already did. Oh, they have. They already did. They already got old boy. They talked to him. They talked to him. They were like, "Who else know your password besides you?" They did it now in this past episode. Episode before this. Yeah. 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 What you think about Kendrick Lamar performance? He was dope, man. He did good. Yeah. Playing a um, Hispanic black. Oh, shout out to Dex. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I forgot to crack his ass about that shit. Damn, uh, he ain't saying nothing about that shit. What's that? Uh, he said, uh, yeah, I used to be a vegetarian, so I can't eat pussy no more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I got to send that picture in the um, group message. No. That's cuz. That's no. cuz. <laughs> Oh shit! I can't believe Kane was thinking about killing him, man. Who that? Kane was thinking about killing him. Yeah, he, I yeah. thought he was gonna pull that trigger, but yeah. he, you know he yeah, had a change. He, he turned around and said, "Who was you?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who, who was, was you? you? I don't know you, man. He, he, he I think he hit Kane in spot. What did he say? Uh, he said you got a. I think he said you got a problem with trusting. Or yeah, you got something like that. Like that. Yeah. He hit a spot. Hey, Kane making all the moves, bro. He is, bro. He making all the moves, bro. Yeah, and tell me, like I said, I said, tell me back on that, that that bullshit again. Like he ready to goddamn get away, get the hell away from Ghost. Like he made that comment about Tyreek being like his daddy. You know how his daddy only um only um look out for himself at times. Mm-hmm. You know looking up looking for whatever benefits Ghost at times. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, Kane definitely taking the show. Oh yeah, Kane taking the show, bro. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. I love that shit on Marvel. Yeah. Um, I'm ready to see them. I'm ready to see them. I don't know. I'm ready to see Ghost wake up. They show them talking to the minister at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm wait. I'm ready for Ghost to wake up and um, see where he can go from there. I'm, I'm curious to see everybody sleeping on Ghost, but you can't count Ghost out. He's a mastermind. You know that that's what he does well. He does that very well. You know, mastermind and shit. And figuring it out, outsmarting people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And Dre, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical, skeptical about um Tate, man. I'm not sure what he gonna do, bro. Yeah. You know, Ghost choked him out in front of everybody. Like he told me, like you fucked up. I see who you are. Yeah, I see who you are. No, you don't see who I am. <laughs> like you know, with Tate get yeah. office, is he gonna screw Ghost around? Ghost yeah. gun. 
I don't know. It's just it's just a lot of twists and turns. Yeah, I'm ready for it to get a little bit more on the even playing field. I think yeah. it's still too much going on right yeah. about now, but yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's been a pretty good season. Yeah, it it, it has. It's going by pretty fast. How many yeah, more episodes? Yeah. I don't know how many. I don't know how many quarters we got. We got ten or twelve. We've know. been ten. I don't know. How many? What we got? What is five? Yeah. Two? Next will be six. Yeah. That's not right. That's not right. All right. Yeah. What you ain't got time to go ahead and wrap this up, bro? Let's wrap it up, man. That move is a collective. All right, we got to wrap this up, though. I'm happy to jump. I wrap it up, then. Over there, too. Jose. Shout out to our sponsors. Oh, yeah. Shout out to my man, Mr. Lewis. That's um, Mr. Lewis um, at Godfather's Barbershop, located off. Fourth Avenue in Bessemer, Alabama. You guys be sure to stop in and get you guys a Godfather's cut. That's my man, Mr. Lewis, Godfather's Barbershop. Shout out to uh, Roger's Barbershop in Newport, Alabama. If you need anything done to your car's off squad, check them out. And shout out to TD Ward Designs in Mississippi. If you need any type of graphic design, work here, them out. And last out this, we got a gesture crown consultant service in Atlanta, Georgia. If you need any type of, type of consultant service, check out. Check. Got to close the bro? No, not much, man. Um, just ready for football, man. I'm ready to get these poly sheets. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to bet, man. I'm ready to put some money on the books. I feel you. I feel yeah, you. Yeah, I feel but um, not much, man. God first. Trent Jones out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm with you too, bro. I'm ready for football season to start too. But roll tide, baby. You know what I'm saying? You know how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> Go on down, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but you know how it is. Black belt over everything. Nobody looking out for us, we gotta look out for each other. And with that, we out y'all. Peace. on